Been a long day. Grab a beer and sit back. It's time for Brew Talk. Here's Scott Chad and the Brew Doctor himself, Dr. Michael Mosier. That's so official. Dr. Michael Mosier. It is, because I am. You are. You are the most serious person I've ever met. Not really. I am very official. <laughs> you are very official. It is. Well, happy brews to everybody. It is, just like they said in the intro, Scott Chad and Doc coming to you live from downtown Greeley from the Allo Communications Studios. And it's time to talk about beer. Let's talk about beer. Let's talk about beer. And Chad, you kind of alluded to it online beforehand. We started telling everybody what was going on that... Um, we're trying the fat tire after we talked about it last we week. Talked about it last week. Dropped, I so. thought, what better time to bring a fat tire in as a table beer than now? It is, and well, I'm actually glad you did. Yeah, yeah, it's a good call. Survey says uh, it's not fat tire. <laughs> yeah, it's not fat tire. <laughs> it's not fat tire. <laughs> I couldn't believe the change was as dramatic. It is super dramatic. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a bad beer. No, no, but it's, it's not, not fat the fat tire I remember. Yeah, I. I remember coming in and it was like, hey, try this. And I actually, because of the package, it didn't even realize it, that it was the new version because mm-hmm. of everything we saw online last week. So I thought it was the old one. And I was like, oh, we're a little nostalgia. I was like, nope, this is a new one. Mm-hmm. And the moment you taste it, yep, that's not fat tire. It's not fat tire. Which you were saying even before we came on air, Doc, that for some of the new fans, the new beer drinkers, they're probably not even going to, it's not going to be it's an issue It's not going to be them. a big issue for people who aren't used to drinking fat tire. Yeah. But... It is an issue for people who really loved Fat Tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a diehard Fat Tire fan, and that's the beer that you want to drink and that style you want to drink, yeah, and I'd you're ra- really going to be surprised. I'd rather they just did away with Fat Tire and call this, I don't know, Fatter Tire? Fatter Tire. Flatter Tire, whatever they want to call yeah. it, because um, and, and, it's a different beer. I yeah. agree. Um, again, not a bad beer. Not a bad one right. at all. But... But it's it's not the same. No. Yeah, I think there's something to be said for that, what you're expecting and then what you get. And, right. And that's in the marketing and the branding and everything else. Well, I right. think we talk about that a lot in our beer reviews yeah. when we pour something and we mm-hmm. smell it and we expect something and then taste something completely different. Yeah. The not scores, all the time, you know, yeah. the scores reflect that. Not all the time is that a good thing. Um, but even pouring this immediately, you pour it in the glass um, it's a lot lighter it is. And, and is immediately mm-hmm. can tell, whoa, this is way different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, I don't mind it being different. No. But don't tell me it's the same. Right. Right. That's the that's the big thing. Because like when you when you order, uh, let's just say a Budweiser and somebody pours a dark beer into your glass. You're going to be shocked. <laughs> you're like, are you're like, um, OK, this is new, the new Bud or whatever. Yeah. You'd be like, no, that's a completely different beer. Well, and I know Fat Tire put out a press release, and it was picked up by a lot of of outlets. But I'm wondering how many people don't know that they changed their recipe and buy this expecting, and then just the don't, Flat Tire they know them and love. Yeah, and they just and don't notice sudden, that it's different, or yeah. or aren't paying attention to the fact that it's different because it says Fat Tire on the bottle, so it must be Fat Tire. Yeah, 
Well, and even like you said, we talked about the logo being different. I thought that would have been something that they would have run with, with right. that look that we saw online. And I was looking, it was either yesterday or on Sunday that Nine News actually picked it up and they published yeah. the story, I think was the same one that we linked to, but it was very obvious. It was like, this is a different logo. This is a different style. And at first glance, I didn't even notice that it was different. And honestly, when I walked in the liquor store and was looking for it and found it, I thought, well, is this the old ones? Yeah. Is this are we gonna are we actually gonna right. get taste the new fat tire? Or this is the the huh. uh, the new version. So I mean the the we got a six pack of bottles and the actual label and the, the the packaging of the six pack doesn't look a whole lot different. It doesn't no. but the bike logo um that everybody is is different from what it has been in the past. Right. Um, is, I'm assuming that the alcohol content is still the same as it you used know, I to didn't be. Even look, yeah. Um, I'm assuming that five point two. Okay, that sounds familiar, but I so don't may, remember. Might, maybe a little lighter than before, but it could be the same. Maybe. Um, I mean, we're we're all trying to do a little bit to save a little bit of money here and there because sure. of things. I I don't imagine they would have done on purpose to save money but i i don't know it's just uh i'm not a big i'm not a big fan of a fat tire that isn't fat tire yeah it's like you know when you order something you want it to taste like you want it mm-hmm. to taste i don't want my pizza to taste like fried chicken right or with micah we talked about his mountain dew tasting like sprite or something right up. right uh, you you go and get the sprite or the seven up right if that's what you want right I would riot in that case. <laughs> Are you guys in rioting mood? Like, it, is this so offensive to you that you want to riot, or is this just something that is going to roll off your back? Well, that's a good question. It's, it's. I'm not mad about it. I'm no, just I'm not disappointed. mad. I'm just, yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> which is is worse if you ever heard that from your parents. Well, that's I'm true. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh, mom. <laughs> Well, I mean, but for me, it's more like I'm, hmm, okay, now where do I go to get real fat tire? Right. Nowhere. Or you got to go to their like, vault. Okay, maybe. Go to, go to the old vault, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to steal that thing. <laughs> yeah, that could be interesting. Trying to, Well, and, you know, I'm guessing there are some distributors and there's some liquor stores out there that have some of the previous versions. And so my guess, like a lot of things, people are going to get nostalgic and they go, wait, I want to try the new stuff. And so is this what is this a dramatic enough change that it's like new Coke? It is to me. And that it's going to they're going to eventually just say, nah, sorry, and then go back and and bring back. Well, maybe they'll keep both. They'll keep they'll bring back Fat Tire Classic. Oh, there you go. And they'll have Mm -hmm. Fat Tire Classic. Or maybe it'll be a, a, you know, a seasonal release. Fat Tire Classic in the spring. (laughs) Yeah. For the fat tire classic, when they do the, the <laughs> bike ride funny. down the streets, yeah, they'll they'll change the course. Yeah, it'll be a different distance and yeah. everything else, but they'll still have it. It'll just be different. So something I was thinking about, Chad, as we were talking about this, and you were talking about, you know, from a restaurant perspective, there are certain foods. You know, we've talked about food and beer pairings in the past and things right. like that that you would recommend and would go really well with the old fat tire, whereas now. That is not going to play into right. it. If you're a restaurant that puts puts uh, beer pairings on your menu, a printed menu, yeah. um, you're going to have to completely change 
you know, everything that you put on there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a dramatic enough change in the flavor. I don't know that, I mean, it might not change what I paired with as much, but I do agree with you. It is not the same flavor, so you've got to go back and at least check everything. Yeah. Because it may not really pair. Yeah. And we just got a keg of this at the restaurant, and I'm mm-hmm. wondering how many people are going to come and ordering what they think or thought or was a fat tire that they've they've known and, and tried in the past before. And they're going to say, and they're you, gonna go, you, this, I'm sorry, this, I, I wanted a fat tire. And yeah. You, and you gave me a Modelo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so th- I think a lot of education is going to have to go into sure. getting the, the staff to talk about, you know, fat tires, change the recipe. This is the new fat tire. This is what it is now. And yeah. And, uh, that's why I'm saying make a new beer with a new name. Right. It's a lot easier to get that a point across rather than to hope and pray everybody just doesn't notice. Right. Right. So well, and I think, Doc, you, we talked about it last week that that danger of having somebody try something and expecting one thing and then having it be so different, even though you're trying to take advantage of the brand name. And the breadth and reach that Fat Tire has already, there's going to be some frustrated people. Yeah, I'm wondering how much appealing to a new audience is going to chase away the old audience that you already had. Um, you know, granted, some people will be like, well, yeah, it's different. Okay. Well, didn't you say but, something about the market share for Fat Tire from New Belgium is, is not their number one seller anymore? Not anymore. They, yeah, they've... It's switched over to their Voodoo Ranger series, right? So if this is like number six seller in the in their in their portfolio, is the number of customers for that particular brand true? Worthy of let's shake them up a little bit. Yeah. Well, but I think if I remember correctly, that shift has happened, but it's still a extremely popular beer. If I'm remembering the article that we posted last week. It said that if Fat Tire was a was a craft brewery all on its own, it'd be in the top twenty. It would be in the top twenty mm-hmm. largest craft breweries in the country. Mm-hmm. So that's a significant following. I mean, it's not like you're dealing with a small handful of people who are fans, and it's got its little niche market. This is a right. tried and true right. national brand that people are really used to. So yeah, this is a pretty significant. Mm. Move. Is it going to be a black market out there now of of collectors that <laughs> have sure the, oh, yeah. the, no the old version of Fat Tire and they'll start auctioning, auctioning them off? It off? Well, I mean, they're already doing that with the water at Splash Mountain. Did you hear about that? I didn't. <laughs> so, so Disneyland is closing Splash Mountain, and apparently it's going to be rebranded into something else. And a lot of people are saying it's about time with the whole, you know, the little storyline that goes along with it but literally there are people selling four ounces of splash mountain water on ebay that was collected the day the last day that the ride was open and i haven't seen a lot of people (laughs) that was just yesterday (laughs) i just saw the clips of the 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 staff go down on their yeah it was at their last ride and everything else but it was like yeah splash mountain water you know four ounces 140 dollars. you know but people are nostalgic that way they'll they'll buy just anything it's the same water that they put in all the other rides but but you know weird smell and yeah i know why don't they just go to another ride and get it out of there and say ooh, also could have been using splash could have been yeah you wonder how many things were taken from within the ride, oh, or sure. over oh, the ride, or the signage, and everything else on that last day. It's like, oh, got 
snuck out with a, a little brer rabbit. Well, I mean, but you got to you got to think in situations like that. It's a little different than this kind of situation, where like the Matterhorn ride yeah. or the this ride or the that ride or the parts of the Caribbean ride or whatever it is. Eventually, they get old enough that you want something new, mm-hmm. right? And you redo it and call it something new. Yeah, um, you don't redo it and call it the same thing it was agreed well and yeah. we've talked about rebrands and beer before where it's been we're going to tweak the logo we're going to change the packaging correct, correct. that's but the cool. recipe is always and the name is there. the same and too. the name has been the same but the you know i you know several breweries have in the last several years of you know great divide left mm-hmm. hand mm-hmm. just to name a couple larger ones that have gone through uh, rebranding, but it's just on the packaging. Well, New Belgium did this too, I'm right? Cause they True, used to yeah, have, they did. They did have Ranger. Mm-hmm. They did. And Ranger got changed to Voodoo Ranger. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and then they started expanding off of that. Right. So, so they did an, not just a name change, but they also did a brand change right. to make Voodoo Ranger. And then they started running with it because they, the name and the new flavor actually took off. Took off, yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Well, we should go to break. And then when we come back, maybe we'll drink a little bit more of this new fat tire. And then we'll talk about the significance of January 24th being the National Beer Can Appreciation Day that it is. So we're going to talk about some beer cans when we come back. Stick around. Well, all right, start ya, citizens of the universe, recording angels, we have returned to claim the pyramid, partying on the mothership, I am the mothership connection. Well, welcome back to the mothership here in downtown Greeley <laughs> on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's voice. We're talking brew, we're mm-hmm. talking fat tire, we're talking the national... Beer Can Appreciation Day, and as we put up in the poll question today, we wanted to know what beer would you take if aliens came back and you decided to go with them? Where do you want to start? Isn't that kind of like being stranded on a deserted island with a beer? Well, number one, would you get on the mothership with the aliens? I think I would. I think I might. If they were nice. If they were nice. (laughs) Yeah, if it was like you get tortured and probed for the rest of your life no but if it's like hey they're going to be nice and stuff okay sure That'd yeah you really fun. you really think they're going to lead with that hey you want to come with us <laughs> well no no we well, are I think they're not nice you know they're what? probably going to just take you if, you, you don't won't have a choice that's right and if i get the, the the question posed to me i get to modify the question how i, I feel it works best for my <laughs> Um, I think I probably would go. Um, and then what beer would I take with me? Huh? What beer would you take with you? So now it'd be different on an alien mothership where it might be a little chilly compared to you know, on the beach True. on a stranded deserted island where I'd need to find a beer that could survive the the sunlight. So I'm going to say, hmm, this is a tough question. I do like Lineman's Frambois Lambic. I'm, I'm going back to that one, too. Very light, um, raspberry-flavored Lambic beer. Um, but I don't know. I, I might even go with just a, a a really nice, basic, non-robust porter. 
like Black, Black Butte Porter from Deschutes or Deschutes, something yeah. like that. I went with my go-to whenever I'm anywhere that I don't really know what the beer is yet. Mm-hmm. I went with the Odell IPA. Oh, yeah. I just mm-hmm. thought, you know, that's my standby. That's my, I always say that's my Bud Light. That's the one that I, I go back to constantly. So that's the one I said I, I would one. bring along with me. That sounds like a good option. I think you guys would probably know I'd more than likely take a half of it. <laughs> so. <laughs> and, you know, then I've got a little bit of carbs in me, too. So if they're not going to feed us for any well, part of time, I can yeah. survive on, you know, water in the beer as well as the grains that are in the beer, too. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of food and water. So, yeah, that would be good. I well, have the ultimate answer. Hit us. Alien Amber Ale by Roswell. There you go. I there just looked go. it up on the or internet. Or Space Boom. Dust. Space Dust. That's a good there IPA. There is Space Ghost IPA from uh, I'll be darned. Equinox in Fort wow. Collins. Oh, yes. Space Ghost. Space, Space Ghost. Ghost IPA. That's one of my favorite IPAs, actually. Yeah. I want to change my answer. Not oh, as good. there you go. Well, you <laughs> Not as good as Scuba Steve, though. Right? Yeah. Scuba Steve is another good one. Yeah. It is. Lots Scuba of good Steve. ones. Yeah, the that brewery you were mentioning. There's one. Um, there's another one in. Oh, I think it's either Loveland or Longmont that is got a very space theme. Whole kind of their whole brewery is space. I can't think. Oh, of it. really? Yeah, nice. it's in Longmont. Now that I think about it. I've oh, it is. Uh, somebody was telling yeah. me about that the other day, and I can't think of the name of the brewery. Well, somebody either call in or text us or post online and let us know what the name of that brewery is. We'll figure it out space later. Space themed brewery. Yeah, in they just have kind of like a yeah. Yeah. So they make sell things like Tang and, and, and <laughs> no. others. No, like I think they have hot dogs. They and, have beer that has a like a, a sci-fi name or inspired name in those. So cool. Yeah. I'm going to guess Outworld Brew. There we go. Thank you. There you go. Thank you. And Thank that's, you, Micah, for the research. And that's that's why he's behind the glass that's and he's right. the producer. He bails us out and all of those. He does, things. doesn't he? Yeah. Now what we need to do is convince him that he needs to give us those answers in our headphones so that we can tell all of you. <laughs> and so we can sound like smart. So we, so we, we look like, like we were smart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I did have a tang-flavored, where it tasted like tang to me the other day. It was an orange sour, but I can't remember where Oh, really? Tang. An orange sour that was tang? It, like. it tastes like tang to me. Huh. That is uh, that is interesting. No, well, I've, had, I've had a couple hazies that I thought tasted like tang, <laughs> but um, sometimes those hazy, juicy IPAs can be very, very orange juicy. True, true. Mm-hmm. And so you can understand that one. They, hmm. they certainly can. So, well, we were talking about, you know, kind of the whole element today of being, you know, National Beer Can Appreciation Day. And so just some some fun facts when it comes to beer cans. The very first beer can debuted in what year, gentlemen? Well, I hate think? to tell you, I know the answer to this. Oh, I bet he does. All right, fine, Chad. Do you know? Because I guessed it at the trivia when he put it on the quiz, but I can't remember what was it was. It, was it multiple choice or no? No, it wasn't. Oh, because you put it in the question, didn't you? Right. What well, the, the brewery was famous for? Right. Was it in the Was it in the forties? No. It was a New Jersey based brewery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 30, 35, right? 1935. 35, well done, yeah. Doc. Woohoo! We need like and some celebration. The American Can Company worked with um, Gottfried. I can't remember the name of the brewery. Gottfried. Oh, I know the name of the brewery. Ah, 
It's just jumped out of my brain. But, uh, it doesn't really say here, but I believe you after you already yeah. pulled the data out of it. Yeah. I, I and then the original, uh, the original can actually looked like uh, the old school oil cans. Oil cans, yeah. yeah. With the screw cap kind of thing, but it wasn't uh-huh. a screw cap. It was a you pop, pop it. a pry yeah. top. Yeah, I remember that because the church keys. I remember yeah. when, you know, Coors... My gosh, 20, 25 years ago, they did a big run of it. It was like their old-fashioned beers, and you know they had the the beer cans that yep. didn't have a lid because they went through all those iterations, and you had the pull tab, and you had the, the pops, but they didn't have anything. And so you could get the church key. If you bought a case of Coors, you got a branded church key so you could mm-hmm. open up your can because that's how they did Well, we it. had them all over the house. Yeah. Because yeah. every time you bought something, there was another one there. You got another one of those. And, and then people go, what's like that? A junk drawer full of church keys. <laughs> and I love that it's called a church key. I, I should probably do some research about why it's called a church key. Or, Doc, do you know the answer to that I one d- also? I don't, but oh. I have a feeling it's related to the a church and uh, the key to get inside, or I don't know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Beer could be considered a religion by some, I imagine. It, it very well could. So, interesting. And in 1969, what was significant about that year as it relates to beer cans? Oh, other, than, other than the fact we actually walked on the moon that year, right? Well, but we're talking about beer cans. We're not talking about moon walking. So. Pull tabs or switch to aluminum? Pull tabs. No, so. what was significant about cans in 1969? I bet you it was the pull tab start was invented or something. Yeah, that was my guess. Okay. That's your guess? Because they had pull tabs in Vietnam. So he's not right. So do you want to come up with a different um, guess? Or- <laughs> I was wrong with the pull tab? You were wrong about the oh. pull tab. I'm sorry. They switched from steel wah, wah, cans wah. to aluminum? Nope. I don't know. It was the first year that the sale of canned beer outsold mm. bottled beer. Oh, mm. sure. Yeah. It was the very first time. Yeah, that makes that sense. Happened. Makes sense, especially since we had a war going on at the time. Yeah. I'm sure they were shipping mostly cans over yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a delay during World War II, especially in that one, and they really didn't recover from that until 1962. So then something that's a little close to home for all of us in what year was Dale's Pale Ale was the very first beer to be hand-canned, at least according to the website that I'm pulling my data from. But what year would that have been? At one time in my life, I knew this. I'm going to—this is a guess, a random, random guess. 84. Oh, it, much sooner, much more recent than that. Oh. But— you didn't when say it was a guess. Start so canning. It says I'm, I'm, Dale's Pale Ale was the first beer to be hand canned in this year. I already gave, it, gave my guess, so and I thought I, 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 I want to say like ninety five. It's even more recent than that. is it really? According to nationaltoday.com, it was two thousand and two. Two thousand two. Hmm. Well, it just shows you how yeah. iconic we think Dale's yeah. Pale Ale is, huh? It is. It's um, it's kind of interesting, and apparently, still, still yeah. twenty years ago, it is. And and we know if we want to look ahead into the next ten years, we know what day that this is on. It's always on January twenty fourth. Well, there you go. But there you go. So there's different ways to do it, and there's like seventeen different national days today to celebrate. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, you know. And February, I heard, is Stout Month. Could be. We should, maybe we should do table beers, stouts, table beers all month of February. And we could. We could. could. 
It'd be a nice cold month to do it in. Yeah. Better to do it then than in July. That's true. I agree. That would be good. Now, do you, do you have a preference, cans versus bottles? I know oh. some people do, but... For me, I prefer the bottle, or the can, 100%. I buy uh, mostly cans anymore. Uh, Just the, one, ease in packing. Mm-hmm. Two, I think the taste is better in some beers. Mm-hmm. And three, it's much easier to recycle than oh, yeah. bottles. And much lighter. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about that sunstruck flavor. True, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I much prefer uh, the beer out of a can. Um, the package oxygen level sometimes can be a little bit higher in a can than in a bottle. But in today's manufacturing, it's it's kind of hard for me to tell that there's been any oxygen in the can. I know people, so, though, that will refuse to drink out of a can. They'd much rather mm-hmm. drink out of a bottle. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Kind of a container snob, if you yeah, will. Yeah, if you regard. will. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah. But I've noticed that, and I know, Doc, you have this at your place, where you now have the equipment. It's literally you can do a crowler mm-hmm. and go, "Hey, I want thirty-two ounces of that beer," and you pour, you you know, put it right in a can and seal it up, and mm-hmm. there you go. Take that home and enjoy it in the next week or whatever. Very so, true. Yeah, and the other option is to do that with a glass growler or something else like that. But right. it's you know, it's a lot heavier. It was the to go standard yeah, for it was a long the to-go time. Standard, yeah. yeah. And it, it's uh, heavier and once you open it it's really hard to seal it back up again. So since you it's a bigger container, yeah. you have to have a lot more people around to drink yeah. it or yeah, otherwise sure. it's gonna go flat on you. We don't want that. So, well, and I, so. they used to I don't know, do they still have the like the mobile canning Units so you can get mobile canning companies to come by the smaller breweries and they'll can the beer for you. Um, they um, might provide you could work with them to find out what they provide, right? But it's usually a little bit more expensive than yeah. if you did it yourself, obviously, because you got to pay for their labor, right? Um, and their but if you don't necessarily stuff. have the Correct. Facility to buy a canning machine or... I mean, you've got, say, 20 barrels you want canned off. Yeah, you right. could hire them to do it. It's going to cost you a fortune, but... Yeah. Um, hey, you now have 20 barrels worth of beer in cans. Yeah. That could be pretty cool. That could be. I mean, the first time you ever... First time we ever put the beer in the cans, I was as proud as a can peacock. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It's like, oh, look, my beer's in a can. <laughs> it's in a can. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, look, my beer's in a can in a liquor store. That's, That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So okay. uh, putting it in a can or putting it in a bottle with a, la- a proper label and all that kind of stuff on it really can be worth the added expense. Yeah. And there's so many options of what you can do and... And the way that you mm-hmm. go about doing that and everything else. So, well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to try something that we have not tried in any way, shape, or form on this show before. So, we're not even going to tell you what it is. You're just going to have to come back and find out. Oh, we'll we're going to find out. We are. We are indeed. <laughs> see you in a minute. Welcome back to Brew Talk, where Chad and Doc and I are discussing church keys and National Beer Can Appreciation Day and Dry January. And Dry January, which is apparently next week we are going to have a wet Wednesday. I like that. A lot of people are celebrating 
wet Wednesday as they are. Because if they yeah. did dry January, it's it's time. It's, 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 it's time, time to fall off that wagon. It's time to get <laughs> off that wagon. So here we go. Well, for those of people, for those people who might still be on the wagon but wanted to try something, Doc, you have brought us in something very unique for us to review. Well, today. yes, because we were talking about non-alcoholic beers and other things like that that are lower alcohol options. When we were talking about trends last trends time. last yeah. time, yeah. And one of the uh, trends, apparently, when you go to the liquor store, is what I got. This happens to be Hoplark's zero point zero Citra. It's a double dry hopped. Um, Drink with citra hops added. Um, there are zero calories. You can't beat that with the stick, right? Zero calories, zero carbs. Um, this is the ultimate light beer. It is. So, um, yeah. in fact, it's actually not a beer at all. This um, what is carbonated water. With hops added to it and a little bit of citric acid for as a preservative. So here we go. We're going to get into the realm of is there an this alternative is, yeah. to beer during January? This is the ultimate, you know, we're doing this live on the radio. We're never tried this before. And what do you think? It smells like right off the bat. It's those, those citra hops yeah, hit you in the face do. the nose. It yeah. actually smells like a dry hop it citra does. ale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a almost a lemonade looking water. Yeah, I was going to say that from a from a visual perspective, it reminds me of you know that kind of a and I, a shandy. But yeah, yeah, I wouldn't even say as dark as a shandy. I would say lemonade. <laughs> no, that's fair. A very, very, very light lemonade. I was trying to find something in the beer family that I could compare it to. It'd be nice if there was a little bit of sweetness to this. It would, but just it would. a touch, just a touch. But there's none. It's, there's not. And, and honestly, there's not a lot of hops in the flavors. It's no. all in the nose. It is. It is. It's, it's essentially, it's it's a sparkling water. It, yeah, with you're hop, right. With hop aroma. With, yeah, hop, with aroma. hop aroma. And there's a little bit of hop taste, and I think, correct, because I am definitely not one of those who like hoppy beers as a... I, I found some that I like. Let's let's be fair, but right. that's not my go-to. So when we opened this and we started to smell it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not going to like this at all. I don't mind it. It isn't overwhelming from a hop perspective, but it's not a beer. And it's it, no. And it, but if I wonder, well, if it I says pour, that on the on the yeah, case right yeah. there, is it a beer? Well, yeah. Well, it says your new favorite craft brew. So it does. That's that's where I'm like your yeah. new favorite craft brew isn't a beer. Isn't a beer. It's citra hop water. It's like a bait and switch. Yeah, but is. you know, to tell you the truth, if I were to pour this into your glass and not tell you, you might think it was a very very light beer. Right. You know, that's your mind, fair. Your mind might fill in the gaps. That's, yeah, that's that are true. That's true. Especially if they added just a touch of sweetness to it. Because almost every beer has just a touch of sweetness in it. That might ramp it up a notch. Or if you're a seltzer drinker, mm-hmm. um, this could be a transition from the super sweet seltzers to I don't the beer this. sides of things. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I don't necessarily dislike this. No, I'm which is unusual boat. because I'm not a big seltzer fan. Yeah, yeah, at all. <laughs> well, and I think the fact that it's not like overly bubbly like a seltzer usually is, right? And everything mm-hmm. else, it doesn't have that sparkling side of it that is part of that. And for me, it's the hop aroma that I really enjoy. 
because I I am a hop guy. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like hops a lot, and just well, yeah. e- with every sip, I get, get that in your face citra yeah. hops. And, and if you're just sitting around chatting, yeah. at, the, at the pub or at the bar or at the tap room or something, and you're just wanting to converse with people, it's kind of nice to have a little wet your whistle every once in a while. Yeah. And this would work too to help pace you if you're actually drinking beer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Have one of these every other one, or every other one, cup yep. one, or something mm-hmm. like that. I could see that. Uh, I'm, I'm. This is interesting because <laughs> yeah. there, there's that, that word, word. <laughs> and uh, be, but I, I don't. But I don't think it. it's necessarily the interesting that yeah. you normally no, mean. Sometimes it's not. There's yeah. a, there's a lot going on here that that's really got me confused. <laughs> I I think that's a good way to put it. But I normally am confused, so I I think that's a complete <laughs> misstatement. I don't I don't think Doc's confused very often. I think uh, he's you know yeah probably he's, he's the smartest guy in the room. So we'll just for him. sure. <laughs> I wish <laughs> I had a packet of sugar so I could add to. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see if it would maybe just make it a little better. Know, well, Micah was like you know was doing great work earlier where he was like pulling things out of left field while we were asking him. Maybe the you know all of a sudden he can like come up with a thing of sugar. Not that you have to do that, Mike. But we're just we're just amazed at your capabilities. But if I go to the tavern, that's kind of the the I'm not your waitress look. He just gave you. But if I go to the tavern and I sit down and order one of these, I might ask for a squirt of simple syrup. Yeah, Yeah. I could see that. Just just a little something to see how that brings out and changes the because I bet you the 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 little touch of sweetness might ramp this up a notch. If you want to keep it zero calorie and well, that's true and. You know, stay away from sugar. You could add stevia or mm-hmm. yeah. one of those artificial mm-hmm. sweeteners and still have that zero calorie. I love the idea that it's zero calories. Yeah. And I don't think it would take much. Whether it was, no. you know, you add just a, a it tiny wouldn't bit be much simple, no, but yeah. just something really small just to <laughs> make that change. I just wonder if they added a little bit of caramel color to it just to make it the same color as beer. Next thing I know, I'm yeah. building a beer. There you go. We're, we're, we're changing the recipe. <laughs> yes. Now, and I will say we've got a, a couple different styles of this hop water um, that we just got into the tavern. Mm-hmm. So I know that they have, and it, I don't, I'm not sure right. if it's different hops per variety well, this, or this one said citra and there was a whole bunch of others that are beside it okay um so different styles etc things yeah. like that so i just picked this one because i knew the citra would be kind of orangey mm-hmm. yeah of, uh, citrus flavor up front and it is so kind of refreshing yeah i don't hate it so is this question for both I of you hate it <laughs> I don't. That's about as good as... It's it, interesting. It, it doesn't suck. <laughs> it doesn't suck. It doesn't. Which you could say. So for you guys, is this the very first time that you've tried a hop water? Yes. Yeah, for me. For okay. Sure, yeah. Well, it is brand new for all of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was curious to see how this would compare to any of the other ones that you've tried. But if you haven't, then it's it's both the best and the worst that you've ever had. Because That's true. It's it is. the first one. So, yeah. yeah. And it's not that expensive either. So the six pack that I bought was uh, not too much less than a normal six pack mm. of beer. Gotcha. So it's not they're not you're not getting priced out of it because it's more expensive than a beer. And Correct. It's, and it's but unfortunately it's still fairly in that pricey. Yeah, in that range. And that could be because it's aluminum. True. <laughs> and there's six cans of aluminum worth in there. That yep. could be, that's a couple dollars right there. That That is. So. Yeah. Now, if it was glass, maybe it'd be cheaper. 
It might be. <laughs> Considering big, today's market. Or a big, gigantic bottle of it. Yeah, here. Right. We could, yeah, jump Two liter. That. Yeah. Oh, there you go. A two I wonder, liter. does the hop aroma dissipate with time? I haven't noticed. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't either. It definitely has I that I mean, with same. every sip, I still yeah, you get, get that, that, yeah. get it. that okay. strong hop aroma. Hmm. And we are drinking out of tulip glasses. I don't know if that it. Because it seems to me like it's getting a little bit less pronounced. But that could just me be me getting used to it. I was just going to ask, be, is that yeah. more being acclimated to it as opposed to anything else? Hmm. It's interesting. I've got to look at said. my ratings. Yeah, we'll have to. You know what? We're <laughs> going to take a short break. And we're gonna, when we come back, we're all going to rate this. And we're going to decide what we would rank this from our Brew Talk rating system. And then we'll let you know. And then we'll discuss our ratings. And we'll find out what we have to find out on Hop Water when we come back. Welcome back to Brew Talk on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA, Northern Colorado's Voice. I always appreciate Micah going into the vault for some of our <laughs> planned music, so you do well, sir. Well done. So before we get into our rankings, I was just looking looking at their website, everything that they do, and they've got quite an assortment. You know, they Doc, do. You talked about all the different things they do. They've got the Citra. They've got teas. They've got a hop lark. They've got a like a hoppy, hoppy, hoppy kind of thing. It's interesting. So I mean, it's kind of reminded me a lot of that uh, athletic brewing company that we ran into right. a few years ago at the um, GABF, right? Which yep. has exploded since we've talked, and it's just exploded. And in fact, the, the place I went to look up a different kind of beers for tonight actually had four different beers yeah. from Athletic yeah. Brewing mm-hmm. Company, and that just made me think, you know. This is the kind of time of year when people are thinking an you know a non-alcoholic beer that has zero calories might be a big hit. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I know several people when they when they train for different events, whether it's um, you know a marathon or something like that, they tend to switch to non-alcoholic mm-hmm. drinks, and a lot of them still like beer. So, you know, something like this or or athletic brewings. Non-alcoholic beers or or something they switch to quite often, right? And I just can see somebody saying, "Oh, it's my New Year's resolution to lose some weight." Yeah, so I might uh, at least for the first day (laughs) 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 drink a a non-alcoholic beer, and then you know, might you know, might switch back. I can't do this, but it could be. And this is a interesting way. We keep using that word, but I don't think there's a better word for it. That it's a very Interesting way to kind of try this out, to check it out, and mm-hmm. do something a little bit different. I recommend everybody does try it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, for sure. Because sure. it might appeal to you. It definitely might. So speaking of it might appeal to you, we're going to rate this based on our current system on the count of three. One, two, three. Wow. Well, look at that. There we go. Yeah, I was, I was, I think because of the hops, I didn't go with the growler. So for those of you who are not watching us live on TV which is all of you, we got two growlers in a solo cup, which means that this is Brew Talk approved. So we have our very first non-alcoholic hop water that we've ever reviewed, and it immediately gets approved. But 
by the skin of its teeth. Well, but it's still got to prove. <laughs> but it's still got to prove. And I think that this is where me being very immature when it comes to my beer palate as a whole and not a fan of hops led into it. Because I think if it had less hop nose to it, I probably would have gone with the ground. Enjoyed with it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I was just the opposite. Yes. Even though I'm not a big IPA, you know, in your face kind of person. I kind of wanted a little bit more hoppiness yeah. in my face on yeah. this one. I can absolutely understand that. So, Chad, what about you? I mean, I, you know, from the start, like I said, I'm a hop kind of person. I really enjoy the hops. Um, I love the, the the nose on it right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and every once in a while, I do like to still enjoy the flavor of beer, but you know, maybe want to cut back a little bit. So. And this, this is, is definitely something I would try out. And it's just the essence of the beer. There's yeah. no real beer flavor in right. it. Right. It's just the hoppiness of the beer that you and, taste. And honestly, the more I sip it, the less I forget it's not a beer. Yes. You know, Or the more mm-hmm. I forget it's not a beer, I guess I should say. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the more I sip it, the more beer-like it, it seems to my brain. And like you said, it's my brain filling in the well, that's why the, the blanks. That's what I was saying. Just a little bit of caramel color to yeah. this might might really make me visually think it's a beer. I wholeheartedly agree with you. When you were talking about that whole element of make just a couple of minor tweaks, and I serve this to you without you knowing what it is, you yeah. would you know you probably could you probably wouldn't be able to tell wouldn't be able to tell. And that's actually a really good story that they're doing, that they're doing a lot of things right to make this something that's mm-hmm. really enjoyable for people who like beer, that it's not a beer. Yeah, I'm going to say kudos to, yeah. to the, hop, the company Hoplark. Yeah, for sure. Uh, out of Boulder. Yeah, out of Boulder. So. And everything they do, there's no sugar in any of their brews. There's no gluten. So it's very vegan friendly. It's, you know, there's no calories, no sugar, no alcohol, no nothing. So they are really focused on kind of that zero mindset so it's something you can enjoy without having the other things that come along with either it's a beer or sugar or whatever else. So, yeah, they've done, done and a great I, thing. And I knew instantly it wasn't really beer because it has a nutrition label it on it. It has a nutrition <laughs> label on it. That's your, that is one of your first tells right yep, there. Yep. So, Although bear, beers are very nutritious. They are. We're... But they're just not required by the they're FDA. They're just not required to put, to put it on. A nutrition label. not allowed by the FDA. Or they're not allowed, sorry. So... You can record it. Most people, most brewers know what, how many calories sure. are in their beer, et cetera, but you can't put it on the label. Interesting. So why is that, Doc? Because, well, I mean, I can just imagine that the federal government doesn't want to give the impression that beer is nutritious uh, because it would give the impression that they support the consumption of beer. And while they do allow it, they would pre- probably prefer that people don't think of it as a food source. So when Michelob Ultra and all those say they have 90 calories, it's merely a marketing thing rather than a than a nutritional, nutritional label thing. labeling. They do have 90 calories, but yeah, yeah, but it's not uh, a nutritional label like oh, and there's six grams of right. fiber. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because you go down the candy aisle at the grocery store, <laughs> yeah. and you pick up some of those things, and you're like. Okay, none of this has anything of nutritional value in it whatsoever, but we're going to put it in there. Yeah, but I think I'd rather have have to put the label. Yes, (laughs) yes. But they, uh, yeah, but it's funny how I didn't realize that it was something that they weren't allowed to do. Yeah, there's certain labeling requirements, things you're allowed to put on the label and things you're not allowed to put on a label. 
It's called yeah. the COLA, um, mm-hmm. Certificate of Label Authority or something yep, like that. That sounds about right. And uh, you can go to the federal um, federal websites uh, with the Treasury Bureau and the Trade and Tax Bureau and find out what mm-hmm. those requirements are. And it's, it's actually kind of surprising what you can and what you can't put on. Yeah, it is. I've so, had like, conversations with another individual in town that makes a different kind of beverage and have had conversations about just the labeling process. And then mm-hmm. that tends to be one of the most difficult aspects of their production process going from start to finish. In beer, it's usually not too bad yeah. as long as there's no vulgar images or words. Mm-hmm. Or you haven't stolen anybody's. Or stolen somebody's logo or something. Logos <laughs> or, not that we have but are aware of anybody who's ever done anything like that or maybe Well, not purposely. Maybe they've done yeah. something similar yeah. and they've yeah. got a cease and desist. Or and, like it's like you're trying to do parody law in those elements right. and you're like, yeah, it didn't quite work. In the spirits industry, <clears throat> though, there's no um, standardized set of yeah. ingredients. Mm-hmm. So every label has to be and every recipe has to be has evaluated. To be where uh, in brewing, there's a set. If you use just these ingredients, you're good to go. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's like as long as you're in this little window, this little box, you're fine. Yeah. Go crazy. Because they're tired of reviewing recipes. Yeah, I can <laughs> With the number of craft breweries and everything else that are out there, I can't even imagine how hard that would be going through all those things. And we're going to have to review 17,000 recipes every month because of all these different beers that are coming. And kudos to Hoplark. Absolutely. Yeah. Way to way to go. Made it make something interesting and new, and we mean that in the best way possible. So it's been a, a wild week, and we'll be back next week on the very last Tuesday of the month. Um, we'll have something new to review. We'll have something new to talk about on the table, and it should be an interesting week. Well, gentlemen, here's to you guys. Have a great week. Enjoy it. Have a beer. Have two. Stay thirsty, and have a good one, everyone. <laughs>